Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. What's up, you little angels and you little devils out there? Welcome back to another episode of Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. Hi, Kristen. Hi. I don't know why I'm singing. <laughs> Hello, Luke Ibuki. <laughs> <laughs> just excited to be here. I'm just so stoked. Um, so you guys, today, well, Luke's back in town. Luke is back in town. Why am I singing? We're, I'm a little like hyper. So we're going to do a little mishmash of topics today. Sexy and freaky to deep and unique Did I sound like Andy Cohen? Because I just felt like it. Yeah, you did. You embodied him pretty well. Thank you so much. So Luke and I have spoken to some of our friends, men and women alike, and we asked them to help us with which topics they wanted to hear about to handle our little like hodgepodge today. So that's kind of what we're going to be covering. And it's going to be like some sex stuff, some relationship stuff and everything in between. Sound good? You ready to roll, babe? I'm ready. Hell's bells. Yeah. So the first one I want to talk about, um, I read this to you earlier, Luke. A friend of ours who is married, happily married, um, this is exactly what she texts me. Something that she and her husband always talk about is that they always try to look at each other with a good eye. Hmm. And I was like, that sounds cute and shit, but like, what exactly does that mean? So then she continues. No stink eye. No, no stink eye. She says, which kind of means that we always assume that the person is coming from a good place with good intentions, that they're always on your team, even if you're disagreeing. We think it's the single-handedly most important thing in a relationship. So maybe you could talk a little bit about how that one little shift kind of takes the edge off of everything, assuming the best of your partner. The only time we fight is when we don't. And my response was, holy fuck, did that just hit home? <laughs> um, and then I said, I read it out loud to Luke in the car because I was pissy. <laughs> or not, I wasn't pissy when I read it to you, but I had been pissy on a recent trip that we just took. Mm -hmm. So always look at your partner with a good eye. Always assume the best of your partner. So what I took out of that immediately was when you and I went a couple hours away and we had a little like hotel night. We took the dogs by the beach, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I was so excited because you were only in town. Well, you, you are only in town for a week and a half this time and you really wanted to go golfing. So you got to go golfing that morning. And then we go to this little excursion for a day and you had told me like you really wanted to kind of like get out and be more outdoorsy and like everything you get to do in Colorado. And typically we're stuck in this apartment together 
or like in the valley, right? So I was very excited about all those things. We get down there and Luke is tired. You've been driving a lot. You had an early tea time. Then you drove all the way to said beach town. And I'm thinking, okay, I accept that you're tired. Like, you're right. You've had a a long day and a lot of driving. However, I did not take you for your word. Essentially, is like look at you with a good eye. The way I read it is like take you for your word, right? Right. You're tired. You told me you're tired. That's why you're feeling the way you're feeling. That's why this is all happening. My, the Kristen in me, the me in me was like, he's tired. But also, I'm tired sometimes. I get tired a lot. Doesn't mean I don't have fun. Doesn't mean I don't appreciate things. There's got to be something else. He just doesn't want to hang out. Well, this is fucking bullshit. He, this, that, whatever. I don't know. All these stories I made up in my head, rather than just trusting as my partner, the love of my life, my teammate, my BFF, that you're just, this is what's happening. And this is just a one example, because I could think of like a million others, but because this was so recent for us. Right. And it kind of created somewhat of a spiral. And I was just trying to express why I wasn't so chipper that day. And... How dare you? Yeah. I guess it didn't come across right. And I appreciate you setting everything up for me and everything. I just sometimes. Well, it's not about that. It's about me not looking at you with a good eye, is the point of this. I appreciate you saying thank you. I love you. But my point is in this, in our friend who wrote this text to me, I think about it, and she literally said, This is the only time that we fight is when they do not look at each other with that good eye if you will. Right. You get caught up. You let the other, other things kind of fade that, or, you know, block that perspective. You need to just take a deep breath and take a step back and be like, okay, regardless of all these thoughts I'm having, this is what he he or she said. Yeah. Or the circumstances surrounding us or the bullshit going on in my life or like what I have to do tomorrow or whatever the fuck it is. Right. It's just looking at that moment, that conversation, that tiff, that whatever, and just saying, I know that you, Luke, you partner of mine, you know, whoever you guys are talking to, I know that I love you and I trust you and you love me and you trust and respect me. And we have this mutual adoration and respect for each other. So why, if something goes astray, something doesn't work out the way it's supposed to because it's life. Shit's not perfect. So if things don't go the way it's supposed to be, it's like, well, I know that had to be because of an accident or something happened. Like it means like you were always doing things purposefully to be kind to me, respectful, loving. Yeah. I didn't have malintentions. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't intend to drive the narrative a certain direction or like hide something from you or just come up with. You literally, so for this example, you were tired and rather than just taking you for your word that you were just fucking tired. I made up a thousand stories on top of the fact that you were tired. They were not true. Yeah. Well, and I caused us grief. It's all right. We got over it. No, it's okay. I mean, you've done that shit before too. I can't (laughs) think of one specific time at the moment. I'm just owning my own. Hey, sometimes (laughs) I think this is probably common for everybody. Sometimes you don't realize it in the moment, but you just get in like a combative mood. My therapist and I talk about it. Like you take things out on the people that you're closest to, which are the exact people you probably shouldn't take things out on. Right. But it's the people you feel the most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So I think if we can all try to take our friend's advice and her question that she wanted us to talk about on this podcast and just think when it's your partner, your teammate, your best friend, 
boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever, partner, and you just say, you know what? I'm going to look at them with a good eye. Maybe the world would be a fucking happier place. You know what I mean, Jellybean? I think it would. Rock and roll. Hoochie coo. Okay. Well, now we're going to very much switch gears because another friend texted me this. He said, I want you guys to discuss awkward slash funny hookup stories. Okay. I've got some of those. Yeah, you, <laughs> you go first. Do you want me to go? Okay. Yeah, I definitely want you to go okay, first. Okay. So I had a good college experience. We'll just start with that. There was one summer that I spent a couple of months at my dad's, my parents' place. And I had some girls over with some friends and we were drinking. And by the end of the night, kind of winding down and this girl's coming back with me to my room. And I am very inebriated. Let's we'll put that out there. So... <laughs> You start kissing. How, how old are you? I was 21. Okay. So start kissing and stuff. Anyway, it's kind of a blur in the memory, but I very much remember standing up on the bed to put a condom on for some reason. I can't tell you why, but standing up on your bed in order to put the condom on. Yeah. I can't explain it, but I can, it's a, I mean, thank you for like the visual we can all picture. So I I stand up to do this and as I'm in progress, I lose my balance, fall off the bed and hit my head on the wall hard enough. Apparently people upstairs heard, but I'll get to that point. It's like this. (laughs) Boom. Yeah. Thud. I pop back up immediately, you know, jump back in bed and I'm like, I'm good. Recovery. Yeah. And then the the inebriation or, you know, activity, I didn't hear the footsteps coming down the stairs. So uh I hear like a one knock on the door and then the then the handle turn. And as that happens, of course, we throw the sheets up. My mom steps in and goes, Is everyone okay? Oh my, okay. Uh have fun and shut the door and then <laughs> went the other direction. I was like, Oh my mom, goodness. She goes, Oh my <laughs> I can totally picture your cute mom being like, oh my, um, okay, everyone's good. Okay, okay. great. Everyone's okay. Yeah. You guys all look, you look conscious. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. uh, yeah, that kind of killed the mood and yeah, made for a good story, I guess. It is a really good story. I can't think of one time that my mom has ever walked in for sure. She's never walked in on me and anybody. One time she walked in just like I have my boyfriend like laying in bed with me, but I was like older. I was like 18 or 19. Yeah. And she was like, you have to leave the door open when boys are in your room. I was like, I can legally vote. (laughs) So no, I don't mom. She's like, well then move out. And I was like, fine. So I did. But anywho, that's a whole other story. That's amazing. It was. Did you end up dating that girl or you just, you, well, you guys, wait, did you, you didn't finish the deed or you did? You didn't finish the story. We did not finish the deed. I believe there was a further attempt, but the inebriation won that battle. Uh, it was, uh, some parts weren't working the way they were supposed to. And, uh, that's hey, what they call whiskey dick. Hey, we did, we did try to hang out one other time and it was very awkward. And yeah. Did you, I, were you standing on the bed? Again? No, there was no, no we, we didn't even get to any kind of act cause it was just, uh, it was just awkward. So, Oxy anyway. well, Hey, random girl, if you'd like to be on our podcast, hit us up at sexlovepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I mean, my story is like not as good as yours. Yours is still pretty good. I feel like I probably had a lot of weird shit. Like I can, for a fact, say I've said my ex's name in bed with someone else before. Um, so mine, Luke knows the story. Yes. And I love the thought process of uh, how this came to be. It's very me of me again. And if any of you have read my book, He's Making You Crazy, uh, it's available on Amazon if you have not. It is chapter nine uh, and it's called Three's Crab. So 
I will shorten it for you. I was going to read a little excerpt from my book, but I decided let's just tell the story. So essentially what happened was this was in 2005. What was tw- I was trying to give the date, but uh, 2005, I was 22 years old living in Ocean City, Maryland, Ocean Shitty. And for those of you East Coasters, I worked at Secrets. Sure did. That is a beach bar that's three blocks long. And I was a bay waitress for five seconds. My boyfriend was a beach DJ. Shocking. And there was a very gorgeous girl that worked at the bar as well with us. We were all friends. We had like a nice little group of friends. And I started feeling at some point like he was looking at her differently. Like he wasn't paying as much attention to me. And I'm like, bro, you like drove me out here from Michigan. Like what the fuck? So she was so great to me and she was such a good friend. I was just like, fuck, how do I, how do we figure this out without like, almost like I didn't want to hurt her feelings now that I think about it. Like if I asked him, I knew he'd be a fucking liar, but I didn't want to hurt her feelings. So what did I do? I solicited a threesome. And that that was a... On his birthday. It's quite the bold strategy. I figured, (laughs) Detective Doty figured that if I could witness their flirtation plus right in front of my very eyes, like how can you even deny that? boyfriend how can you possibly deny if i solicit the threesome and you guys look far too comfortable or you're way too into it that made perfect sense to me now hindsight as a grown adult like of course if i were to solicit a threesome with a hot girl my boyfriend's like are you fucking kidding me of course i'm gonna be into it right but anywho right so basically what happened was i got as humanly drunk as possible as I literally, I was doing shots of like flavored vodka, chasing it with like Sprite or Red Bull or something. And we all went back to her like condo apartment thing. And I just started flirting with her and then she started kissing me or who kissed who first. I don't know. But basically I did everything you can do with a girl except for scissoring that night. So we like did the fingers and the mouth on the vajay and all the stuff. And that was just she and I, like he was not even, I don't even recall him being in the room. And I just suddenly realized like, holy shit, homegirl is into me. Like she's into me, not him. Like, what was I thinking? Like abort mission. This is, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Why would I ever think in a million years he would be like that? Story doesn't end there. Story ends with cut to you know, summer's coming to an end. Like we're all saying our goodbyes. Some people are moving on to like greener pastures or like moving out of state. And, um, that night as we're all like partying, he leaves, I'm like out with our friends still like hanging out and I get back to our condo and I shit you not. There is a note in the door essentially saying like we had a good run. Didn't realize I had feelings for her and you've made me realize it with all of his shit packed up. You stupid son of a bitch. Did I make that threesome happen? I definitely backfired. You can't make this stuff up. Like, it's wild. It's wild. But you were were either right or you accidentally set them up out of suspicion, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, they're obviously not together or anything. And strangely, so this was 18 years ago and she texted me not that long ago. I remember you saying that. I was like... Oh my God. I still had her number saved somehow. iPhones are wild how they work like that. Like I haven't talked to this girl. I didn't even have an iPhone then. I don't, I don't even, I don't even know how that happened. Well, if your number didn't change, like I still have all my contacts. Yeah. Weird. Anywho, I feel like I should text her back. 
Yeah, do Should it. Should I text her? Get her on the podcast. <gasps> that would be so fun. Okay, <laughs> rock be. and roll. Anyway, that's my story. Yourself, your body, wellness, babes. Okay, so if you're looking for a way to support your overall health and well-being, listen up. Also, your sexual well-being. Organifi is your new bestie. Trust me. Yep, I said sexual well-being. But first, I'm a superfood girl, as you guys know, and Organifi has high-quality superfood blends. I've talked about it before. It's the perfect way to nourish your body and give it the nutrients that it needs to thrive. My personal favorite, as I've said before, is the green juice blend. Listen, green juice reduces stress with herbs like ashwagandha and replenishes the body's lost minerals and vitamins with micronutrients like chlorella, and spirulina. I have been taking spirulina for years, no joke. So now let's talk about stress and let's talk about sex. Stress is one of the main contributors of low libido, decreased sexual function, and overall body imbalances. We live in a society running on cortisol and we don't give ourselves enough opportunities to reset. Ashwagandha can improve sexual function even under stress by improving blood circulation. As we all know how important blood flow is down there. Hello. Bottom line, Organifi is packed with organic greens, herbs, and other superfoods to help you feel energized and refreshed. Organifi also offers a range of other blends to support your health goals from the red juice blend for antioxidant support to the gold blend for restful sleep. I love you guys, so pay attention. Superfoods can be pricey, but with me, you're not going to break the bank. Head over to Organifi.com, that's Organifi.com slash Doty, and use code Doty, D-O-U-T-E, for 20% off all your entire order. You're welcome. Do you have any other stories? I definitely don't have any stories that can compare to the last one, but I have some funny locations and some decent stories, I guess. Yeah. Locations? Yeah, locations. So Like public? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, tell yeah. me, tell me. Yep. So, all right, set the scene. I get back from my classes in college. I think I had another class that day. Anyway, whatever. I ate some lunch, got really stoned. And then I get a text from this girl I'd been hooking up with occasionally. Like, it happened a couple times before, and she said, what are you doing? I was like, nothing, I'm at home. And she said, meet me at the atrium. So the atrium is kind of like a campus food court. There's a bunch of people there, and this is like probably towards the end of lunch hour, like one between one and two. And I head over there. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen here? And I'm all high. Wait, what did you think? I mean, she kind of only hit me up for sex at this point. And but she's so, like, basically like meet me for lunch or yeah, okay, that or was, meet me at this spot that has lunch right, available. Right. She didn't tell me what was, what was going on. So did I show up. Did you think you were meeting her for lunch? I didn't know what to expect. Okay. Keep going. I, was just I mean, I just eaten, but I I do remember the thought going through my head. I, I guess I could eat well, again. You're stoned. You probably could eat again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, I, I get there, and as I like walk in the door, she like grabs my hand, leads me up the stairs, and says, "Wait here." I'm like, "Okay." She goes into the girls' bathroom, comes back out, grabs my hand, and pulls me into the girls' bathroom. We go to a handicapped stall. There's no one else in there at the time. So this is a multiple. I just need to paint the picture for myself and listeners, but for me mostly. So this is a multiple stall public restroom on campus yeah there were probably like eight stalls and you can't like lock the main door no oh spicy okay keep going so we go to the handicap uh stall and she starts going down on me and i'm like (gasps) shut up i'm like okay this is pretty cool this is pretty awesome and then someone walks in the door and (gasps) you can hear them go to the bathroom and wash their hands and then two other people walk in and you hear them talking all while she's you know she's going down on you yeah was she like and you were like 
Uh, 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 I I definitely kept my noise to a minimum, but had concerns about her exposing us. But, uh, yeah, we moved on to, uh, yeah, some intercourse, you could say. Doggy style. Yeah, standing up. Anyway. How are you not like smack, smack, smack? And then what if someone like pooped next to you? (sighs) Thank God they didn't. But they didn't, and we go through, get the deed done, and she goes and checks to see if the coast is clear and pulls me out of there, and that's like my cool, one of my coolest college experiences. I mean, that's pretty fun. It was, it was fun. It did was, you both come? I know I did, but I don't know if I could actually like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to say she probably didn't, but she probably still got a lot of satisfaction because she concocted yeah. this whole idea. <laughs> that's true. And like... Yeah, put it all together. Just the thought, so. would, yeah, the thought's like pretty hot. Yeah, it was fun. Okay, so handicapped bathroom girl, if you're listening to Sex, Love, and What Else Matters, we'd love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> did you date her? We did not date. We almost dated. Uh, it's, I'll give a quick rundown of that. We had been just hookup buddies, and we go on going on spring break with a big group of friends, and she rides down with me in my truck and starts saying some things. Makes just me the think, two of you. No, there were two people in the back, okay. but we drove through the night and they were asleep. But she starts saying some things like, you know, why don't you want to date me? And I'm like, well, that's never been a conversation. I thought you didn't want to date at all. And she's like, well, you know, I don't know. Grabs my hands, holds my hand. We get down there. We've got our room together on spring break. Oh, it was like sweet. When you said grabbed your hand, I was like, oh boy, here we no, go. No, to like hold my hand. No, yeah, that's yeah. really sweet. Yeah. So she like, you guys liked each other. Yeah. And so we get down there. It's like, okay, well, you know, we have awesome sex and we can hang out with the same group of friends. This could work. And and after a week of of what you can imagine college spring break is like, uh, and us staying together. A mess. A yeah. hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> the last day we're there, though, her ex-boyfriend, I think from high school or from years back, his college spring break overlaps and he shows up there for the last night. And she kind of just up and disappears from me and stays in his room that night. So she she left you. Yeah, she just bailed. She, and she it, bailed for the ex. It stung a little. I didn't let her ride in the truck back with me. I told her to ride in the other car in our group of friends. I was going to say, did she like stay on spring break or did she actually go home or do you even know? No, she <laughs> went back, but I guess I do remember she like came like she was going to get in the truck. I'm like, no, you're not riding back with me. You crazy? Oh, salty. Uh, yeah, I mean, she just like broken down this wall that I had up and everything was good and then goes and does that. I'm just like. Uh, okay, wait, I have a quick question though. Just to play the devil's advocate, mm-hmm. let's say shoes on the other foot, right? Tables are turned. Let's just say you're looking at me like, hmm, but let's just say you are on spring break with this girl, right? But then your ex-girlfriend shows up who you were like very much in love with, right? We, sure. You've talked about her on the podcast previously. It was your first love yeah. from high school to college. You guys broke up. So let's just say that girl comes on spring break and is like wooing you. And you mm. are like so wooed, you hook up with her, but let's say spring break girl, I like my pseudonyms today, spring break girl drove you, what would you do? Would you be like, oh, it's just my ex-girlfriend, can I still ride back with you? No, I, I mean, that situation wouldn't have happened. I guess the way the walls work in my mind is like, you put walls up, you take them down, and when taking that wall down, put up a wall to other girls, because like oh. we were staying in the same room for a week. You know what I mean? We were staying together yeah. for a week. We were like rode down there together. It felt more boyfriend, girlfriendy. There hadn't been that discussion, but then did just up and not without saying anything, go to this other guy's room. Granted, we were all drunk and stay there for the night and then come back. I, I feel like she even told another girl in the group. Yeah, we fucked about this other guy. And yeah. I'm just like, 
Yeah, not not okay I feel with like me. Those not years okay. are just so like odd and weird. You just made me think of like a high school thing. Also in my book, I when I was a senior in high school, which is different, but I broke my ex boyfriend's nose because I walked in on fucking another girl like full on naked, huh. and it was right before spring break. And then we went on spring break, and obviously we are not together, right? And he's like dating this other girl, and he was like with her on spring break, you know, like they were like a thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, Ew, fuck that girl. She's like not in our crew. And we went with like, I mean, there had to be 30 people in our group, guys and girls, like at two different hotels. However, I still made out with my ex-boyfriend on that, on that trip. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I feel like spring break's just so messy. It definitely is. I will say still a good story. Though, though. Yeah. Like a year later, I didn't take a year to get over it. She, we were all in the same friend group, whatever, got over it a year later. We hooked up a couple more times. Yeah. So, there eh, it is. It's all good. Eh, yeah. She's happily married with a kid now. So all right, we'll go for her. we won't have her on the podcast. <laughs> just kidding. Um, okay. Next topic and this one like takes a turn again, but it'll be brief. But I found I found it to be interesting and important. And I had three friends of mine in a group chat text me. So it's myself, two girls, and a guy. And they text me wanting to talk about antidepressants and how it creates a low sex drive, etc. And that was something, okay, as someone who is on Lexapro, I've been taking it for two years. I find it to be extremely helpful. It's a serotonin inhibitor, essentially. And, um, I have never asked that question to my doctor. I never thought it was even a thing, but when they brought this up to me in a text message that I was like, holy shit, that's so interesting. Mm -hmm. And all three of them have experiences with Lexapro and also other antidepressants and said that, yeah, like my guy friend said in low doses, it did not affect him as much, but about a decade ago when he was on higher doses, he was like, Little man struggled hard. And I was like, oh, oh I want to be like little. <laughs> no, you should have. I know I should have. Yeah. <laughs> Missed opportunity. No, but for reals. So I thought that was really interesting because I definitely noticed like my brain thinks sex, sex, sex all the time, especially with you, Luke, you know, and we've been dating. Well, our sex anniversary is coming up. It is. Yeah. Just In a few days. Week. A few days. June 4th. I think it's Sunday. It's our sex anniversary. It is. That's so hot. Shout out to sex anniversaries. But I did. I've definitely have noticed, even though I've been on Luxpro for two years, and you and I have only been having sex for a year, that there are days where my brain thinks sex. You're coming in town. I'm like, oh, we're going to a hotel. Oh my god. And then it's like, when we're having sex, I'm having the best time ever. But there's like this weird disconnect between my brain and my vagina brain. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah. my my head brain and my vagina brain. I can see it. My yeah. vagina is all about it. My vagina brain is like, oh, I don't know if I really <laughs> feel it today. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask my doctor about my vagina brain. Yeah. And I, I have guy friends that have experienced the same thing. Yeah. You told me one of your friends was taking like a, a anxiety medication for like concussions or something. Yeah. After concussions or multiple concussions, you especially have some anxiety and depression and things. And they were taking that and... In the early 20s. Xanax, maybe, or something like that. I think it was Xanax. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, he just said, he's like, I want to be there and I'll be in this situation with attractive girls. Yeah. Like 22 or early 20s. Yeah. When your libido is like fucking flexing. Right. And it's just like, it just doesn't work. He's like, I can't, I can't get aroused when I'm taking my medication. And his medication, I I think, was Xanax, something to that effect. And so that, that stuck with me. And I have another friend who he and his fiance have troubles 
uh, his fiance is on an antidepressant and similar type thing just doesn't doesn't get the lady boners yeah super into him like the way I'm, you know it's just yeah oh, like, it's she, like the lack of the lady boner yeah she's obviously very into him she loves yeah. him with everything but just doesn't and i'm not willing to like go off of my medication in order to you know appease my lady boner i just feel like i i want to like ask my doctor like again how do i get my vagina brain to start working yeah huh it's a good Lady question for the doctor. So brain. we are not doctors. No, we are not. I, I should have prefaced this, you guys. We know we're not fucking doctors. We're not psychiatrists. I'm just speaking from personal experience on the medication that I'm on. Luke is speaking from the experience of the friends that have told him. So I just thought it was an interesting topic. And we're just talking about what our friends asked us to pish posh on. So we'd love to hear all of your comments below about all of these things. Okay. Lastly... Again, taking a hard turn. A girlfriend of mine texts me asking about deleting photos off of your phone, possibly nudes, when you have a current significant other, or is that a pass? And then I added to this just photos of your exes on social media. So like when you are dating someone new, right, you have a new boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, should you delete photos of your ex off of your phone? slash and or your social media and then nudes and or regular. So it's kind of like a multifaceted question. Right. What uh, do you think? I think 100% nudes. If you are entered into a relationship, you want to, you know, go long-term just maybe it's some past trouble I've gotten in, in another relationship. I guess my question is so like, I hate dick pics again. <laughs> I have a chapter in my book. He's making you crazy available on Amazon called dick pics and how much I hate them. So I, as a girl, like it's very different. I'd rather get boob photos to be honest like that. Yeah, me too. So, right. So like I get the, the way guys are much more visual as well. That's like a scientific thing. Right. Right. But like once you're broken up with a girlfriend, do you like go back through your phone searching for all these photos you might have and deleting them? No, I'm not saying all the photos, but like if you know where you kept some nudes from your last relationship that, you know, were sent what do you to mean you, where you kept them. Well, you kind of like, you know how to find them. Yeah. How? I've got a folder for you. I Well, I have, okay. I have, I'm looking at my phone right now. I have 102,761 photos. I have 10,455 videos on my phone. Okay. That's a lot more than probably the average person. Yeah. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of screenshots and probably duplicates. My point is like, I know that I have photos of my exes on there. I don't go back and look look at them. You right. know I mean? Well, that's not what I'm talking. I'm only talking okay. about the nudes. I don't think there's anything about past relationships. Like those are still memories, you know, mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be deleted from your history. It is there. It is part of you. My thing is I'm just too lazy to go back and delete all of them. Okay. Well, that just takes a lot fine. of effort. Well, I'm saying that doesn't, that doesn't bother me. And I don't, I think this is more like a female to male driven thing. It really is. No. Hey, wait, now my brain's going. Okay. Let me ask this. So one of my ex-boyfriends would go out of town a lot for work. I wouldn't get dick pics, but I would get like, we would send each other like selfies or like sexy selfies, right? Mm -hmm. I never once downloaded that like to my photos. It was just in our text thread. So therefore, yeah. basically it's gone. Do men, would you, speak for yourself, I guess, would you put that into your photo roll? 100%. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I want to look at a sexy picture you okay. sent me. I want to go back on it someday, especially with our distance situation when we're apart. Of course, I want to see some sexy pictures. Ew, is, that that why, is that why Scum Deval face record or screen recorded his FaceTime? 
probably. Or, or just some. Let's I, go back I, to us. I do think some guys <laughs> that do have their secret photo folders and stuff, and they like have a way to hide it. If you want to roll the dice with that, but oh, wait, what do you call that? Your oh, there's like a there's a term for it, like your spam or your junk trunk or your <laughs> the junk trunk. Not junk trunk. There's a term for it. Your spank spank bank. Spank bank. Yeah, that's that's the term. what it's called. Yep. So, so is that like your spank bank? Sort of. I mean, I'm, I'm, for some people, yeah, I'm sure they have their spank bank. Uh, actually, I know of men that do. Yeah. So do you think as a man then, because I feel like you're right, I think my opinion's quite different. So as a dude, like, do you think you should or men should be deleting photos of their exes, tatas and vajayjays off of their phone when they're dating someone new? I, w- I wouldn't even know if you had photos. Right. Yeah. Uh, cause yeah, you haven't gone through my phone. I've, you've had opportunities, but I know you just trust me, which is great. But, uh, but I if do. if I were to go through your phone. You wouldn't find And anything. go back to like, you know, years past. Would I see Tata photos or JJ photos? No, you would not find anything. Okay. And that's just a me thing. I, I think it maybe is case by case, but I truly feel strongly that if you want your relationship to work, you do not need to keep that stuff. You got it up in your head. You know, you should be able to recall some memories yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you're right. It's Sorry, not necessary. Back to the original question. Yeah. I think it's weird as fuck that you would keep a dick pic or like videos or sexy photos of your ex when you're happily in a new relationship. Agreed. What about social media? So now we're not talking about nudies, but like your social media. Should you delete photos of your ex on your social? Um, Does it bother you I think either it de- way? It's also very case by case. Not everyone's like heavy into social media. Like your social media platform is like part of your business as well mm-hmm. as like who you are. And so I do think that there are maybe some times or some specific things that you'd want to archive. But ultimately like. Oh, well, yeah. Like my ex before you, I that shit's long gone. Right. Because he sucks. But I will say like another ex that I have from, you know, years many years ago, I'm sure, I don't know for a fact, but I'm sure there's still photos of him on my social media because I just didn't think about deleting it at the time. Cause we didn't end, um, like in a gross fashion. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, whatever. And I have so many things on Instagram that I was, I don't know. Right. But if you had, think about this, if you have a boyfriend that has like a total of a hundred posts and 30 mm-hmm. of them are with their ex totally. and it's like you open their page, like, cause you will sometimes. And it's just like a bunch of pictures that of him with his last girl. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I don't go scrolling through your page all the time, but if there were a, if that was the thing, I see just you with some other guy making out all the time on your, on your page that just like, I'm going to leave it all up. That's a guy. And I still thought like you might have some feelings for them. Mm-hmm. Like if they had broken up with you and I felt like there might still be something there, I wouldn't like it. I'm not saying I would tell you to delete them, but I'll tell you that yeah. I wouldn't like it. So the answer is delete the titty pics, the vajay pics, never have a dick pic. <laughs> and everything else, you just need to have a good eye with your partner. <laughs> just like don't fuck with your relationship, you know? So I don't know. I think nudes, I think nudes are not a hall pass. I think there's no reason to have nudes. Agreed. I think we agree, right? Yep. Killer. All right. Well, babe, this has been super fun. Yes. Yeah. 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 You can go pause. It has. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one last question for you. I think I know what it is. You do? Yeah. You want to do it with me then? Three, two, one. I, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Uh, oh yeah, I did that. Uh, I won't do heroin. Okay. I like that. I agree. I too would not do heroin. My answer this time around was I won't do cats. And by that, I mean, I will not be with someone who has a cat because I'm deathly allergic. Mm-hmm. Can't do cats. Okay. Cats and heroin. <laughs> cats and heroin. 
It's a new album title. Watch for it. <laughs> it really is. If you guys steal that, I'm going to fucking trademark it. Okay, <laughs> oh, well, okay. we love you. And please listen in tomorrow for our It All Happened Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Recap. I'm back Recap. on it. Luke is going to join. And we will talk to you next week on Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. Thanks for listening. Bye. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.